the atmosphere of all the Irish fans and it was just incredible to see those green jerseys walking around like really and truly Irish fans Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app OTB AM The Sports Breakfast Show from Off The Ball Delighted to say Linda Gorman has joined us back in studio Morning Linda Good morning lads Thanks for hopping in Delighted to be here You've got the hat with you as well I've never, I've never seen anything like it. It's very impressive. But listen, there's quite a few of them over in the um, in in Perth today. I can tell you because right. that was made for by me, for me, for by a friend in, who lives in Sheriff Street. So she's made quite a few of them. So it's roasting on a summer's day. Who cares? Who cares? There's, yeah, a, bit, yeah, there's yeah. a bit of work on into that, Linda. That is not. Uh, that's not something you're buying in one of these supermarkets. No. Oh no, this is hand. It's crocheted. It's over a cap. Oh yeah, okay, and you yeah. know, to give it the effect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some people think I'm Mexican, but how and ever. Yeah, today you're definitely Irish, 100. Uh, percent Are you feeling nervous, optimistic? How, how, how's the head I'm for this one? Very optimistic today. Right? Yeah, really, really feeling good today because of the results that the uh, the Canadians had. Yeah, they haven't been all that impressive, have they, in recent months? Well, I don't think so. I mean, people look at them at, like coming from the back of having won the Olympics, but mm. I haven't really been impressed with them. And the Nigerians put it up to them, mm. you know. And, and if I'm correct, they have two yellow cards coming into this mm. game. So yeah, it's yeah. interesting to know who they're going to, what the team lineup will be. If you're not feeling that, th- that, th- that they're going to, because we were chatting about it earlier on, that teams can sometimes start off a little bit slowly and work their way in. You're seeing more worrying signs from a Canadian point of view in the lead into this. Yeah, because they absolutely have to get a result. Look, you know, I mean, they're quite ahead of us in the rankings mm. as well. And I mean, they very disappointed. I would be crazily disappointed mm. not having gotten something out of the last game. So I think again, the pressure is on them. You know, now we're going to want to show what we can do, and we will be cautious. But I'm hoping that we will have a little more of an attacking setup. Um, it's a completely different game because the Irish will have done their homework, Vera would have done her homework, and the Canadians would have done their homework. Mm. And, of course, they're always going to be trying to match who can we cancel out on the Irish team. And to be quite honest with you, I think the girls on the Irish team, I mean, if Katie McCabe's going to be targeted, if Denise O'Sullivan's going to be targeted, they have that, that just suits them down to the ground. They'll come out with something. They'll come out on top mm. because they read the game very well. And another another thing about being um, targeted and try to play out a game is that you can do things to draw people to release other players just because you are the player that you are. Yeah. You know. So if they could draw two or three players to them if they're on the ball, and they're smart enough to release the ball early, we might have the advantage. Mm. Jesse Fleming being back as the playmaker, uh, presumably that's a direct battle with her and Katie McCabe. It's going to be physical, either way. Ah, listen. I love a physical game myself and it's that, that's what you have to do when you're going out. You have to try and look for the weaknesses and we all have weaknesses. But Katie's not going to lie down under mm. this one. Absolutely not. There, there are a couple of injury concerns mentioned in the, in the papers which are, have been concerning us all week. I guess Louise Quinn and Heather Payne being the two that I'm talking about. Um, you know, If either of those are to be missing, it's a bit of a blow. Vera Powell isn't a manager, I guess, that, that likes to to utilise a lot of her squad so when it gets to the, the second choice or third choice in a certain position I guess the the options are limited 
Yeah, they are limited, all right. But I, I would pay no attention to anything like that until I see the lineup. Mm. You know, I really wouldn't. I wouldn't speculate because, I mean, sometimes this is a game, a psychological game. You know, the way mm. the Aussies were, t- um, or the Canadians were talking yesterday, and the way the Aussies had been previously. Mm-hmm. You know, this type of stuff comes on. But we're well used to that, and I hope the girls are not listening to any of that type of stuff. If you're selecting a team, because I, I was watching your post-match uh, with the with um, Shane and Ashling after the last game, and you weren't as impressed with Abby Larkin as, as a lot of others. And there's some there's one suggestion in the Sun this morning that um, Payne may miss out, Shiva drops a bit deeper, and Larkin comes in. Is it a straight shoot-up between herself and Barrett, or how do you lean on that uh, conversation? Um, well, my, my um, thoughts when... Abby came on was that she wasn't sure when she got the ball what she was doing in the first couple of minutes and then one of her passes were quite weak coming across so I don't know whether she was ahead of the girls in terms of her attacking and thinking and they hadn't caught up Mm. or she was just it was just you know because she was smiling coming on you know thrilled to be on whereas I and most people would be just so serious she's young you know but she has some talent Mm. Oh, she's so good. I mean, she she will, you know, she will make an impression, um, and it's very it's going to be great for us if we have the likes of her coming on. Um, yeah, it's quite possibly Shifa might go back if Payne is injured. But again, we can't really tell. We have to just wait and see right, because so, yeah. we all thought Fear was going to put on, you know, um, Amber, Amber Barrett. Yeah. You know, and quite a few people were taken aback that she hadn't. So we really don't know what's going on. On Amber Barrett, <laughs> like it seems to have been a thread since the match, that the opening game. But like th- we were chatting this morning, there's a very distinct and real possibility that she mightn't play a minute at this at this World Cup, given the way Vera Pau goes about things. Like it, it, we we needed a goal late on against Australia, and she didn't use her then. So presumably she's not going to use her at any stage if we need a goal. She's not her option. Well, you know, I'm sure people will have said to uh, Vera, look at you know or she's hearing whispers here there because she's out in the media you know she's going to be hearing whispers why are you not putting on Barrett mm. I mean you have to look at what she can give Barrett can give in relation to who she's playing against and I a lot of us thought that she definitely would put her up to the Aussies and she w- will put her up to the Canadians mm. if she's given the opportunity I would think and it would make sense and the only way I can uh, figure out what Fear is doing is that the more you play together, the more you're synchronized with each other, and maybe that's the reason why she's mainly sticking to the same team mm. and the same type of system of play. But if you look at the other teams that are playing in the World Cup, like the majority have really gone for it, they're pushing two and three players forward, mm. you know, in 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 a line out. So and and um, you know, and it's worked for them. It really has worked for them. So maybe take a little bit of pressure off the back and maybe push somebody forward so that we always have somebody to aim for if we're in trouble. And if we can't aim for them, like we're looking to play in behind the wingers, mm. you know, so that we can at least have them running on the back feet. Mm. Yeah, it's not her, it's not fair for the shade saying, it's not her style, is it? Like yeah. it'll be a no. departure from the norm. Could I just say yeah. that it is the departure from the norm and what excited me was that the players seem restricted in their individual talents, but when she let loose in the last 15, 20 minutes, 
I mean, we could see the players expressing themselves mm. and the stuff that they could do. And mm. it was it sort of lifted the game as another gear. That's the way I read it. Can I ask you one that's slightly related to that? We were talking about it a bit earlier on. Vera Powell's comments at the press conference yesterday where she talked about she has to play five of defence because they're good players, but they just don't have any pace. Um, I felt to me to be a slightly unusual comment to be it's 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 a it's not a, a, an incorrect comment right it's I think everybody's aware that we're lacking a bit of pace at the back but to be saying that in the middle of the World Cup it felt to me a little bit out of kilter with the general spirit of things uh, my my philosophy is the best form of defense is attack and if you can keep the ball away from our players and our players are thinking I got to find you for second touch on the ball or maybe the first touch on the ball, I've got to find somebody. And the players, knowing that their back four may not be fast, should be showing for the ball, if nothing else. Mm. Um, I, that's, um, I'm not sure I'd say something like that, you know, mm. uh, because it is sort of obvious, but I wouldn't emphasise it. Mm. But at the same time, our girls can read the game and they can anticipate moves. And that's one thing that we have going for us. And they're very brave. Yeah. You know. That's the thing that Vera Powell is calling for on the back page of a lot of the papers. Show me guts. Um, she says ha- she wants the players to have the guts to fail. I guess it's got to that point where it is winner takes all. Like, and we need at least a point from this game today. The players know that, so it is all or nothing. If they're ever going to have a massive display, this is this is the biggest game in these players' careers. We said that about the Australia game, but now there's actual jeopardy on the line here. Yeah, have the guts to fail. That's sort of like saying. Um, listen, you can make mistakes. You can make a mistake, but you know, don't be afraid to go for the ball, mm. even if you do make a mistake. Uh, it's all or nothing today. It's a great opportunity. Let's mm. not talk about all or nothing. It's a great opportunity yeah. to um, to get a result out of this, provided we have the right mindset. Individual players have the right mindset. Um, I hope Shifa is going to start off today mm-hmm. because she is going to up their game, you know, in terms of she obviously feels terrible after the penal. But when you, when that happens to you, you want to give an extra 10%, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which is, is very good for her. And I mean, if I was talking to her, I'd say to her, look, you're very lucky. You're starting your career. Sheridan. Mr. Penno, and she's at the end of her career. She'll never get a chance now, you know, to do mm. this. You know, that's you know. So you have to put that aside and get on with the game and get on with the best that you can do in your area. But you know, there's loads of different things you can do if you're a, if you're a slow player. Mm. You know, you're not fast. Yeah, if you can anticipate passes, you can get close to the player that they can turn. Mm. So it saves you having to chase instead of stepping off, letting them run at you, and then you can't get them. Mm. You know. Yeah. So it's really individuals being able to read their own game in their own area, but also having somebody to get them out of trouble. So, for instance, if I was playing, and I do this all the time, I even do it with the lads, I always say, no, no, stay out, stay out, because I need somebody to play the ball to or an area to play the ball to. I don't want to come back in on top of me. Mm. Mm. You have to play it to your strengths, I guess. The uh, Rubber Ducky saying in the comments, people just can't handle straight talking these days. If the management team came out and said we were amazing and should have won 3-0, would the media be going along with that narrative? That's the other side of it, and we mentioned it earlier, that... These are grown adults, these players. So Vera Powell saying something in a press conference that you know they're maybe a little bit slow shouldn't really impact them. And not that the players are, are listening to, to the media discussions anywhere really. Maybe they ought to sit in the American dress room because they think that 
you know, they're going to win every position. They're so full of confidence, even if they're not. Um, it doesn't really show in the games, but they're oozing confidence individually. Um, I sh- I wouldn't be saying stuff to the press personally. Mm. You know, I, even even whatever I felt inside, I wouldn't be saying anything. We hammered Trapattoni for didn't we for yeah. like, for long enough with like he kept coming out to say what he was basically saying. I'm like I know I'm basically doing these guys a favour because I'm better than they are and uh, you know it's not a, I, don't, I, I think it's not a great message to send out in the middle of the World Cup listen I think if we go out and win today 1-0 or if we end up drawing it everything's going to look stroke. like a masterstroke <laughs> but um, we'll see listen what, they're what? going to give their they're what do you think is going to happen I, I generally don't speculate and I won't speculate because I don't know what the team is you know when I know yeah. what the team is and I get yeah. a feel for how individual players are playing in their position it only takes about 10-15 minutes and then how collectively who they link up with I get this feeling yeah we, we, we're doing good but if you have somebody that makes a mistake particularly in defence you've now got a player who's got to give half a job to helping somebody else mm. out so that stretches mm. us really well I really hope that we're going to stay compact as we move up the field and we can support the forward players, you know, quickly and not like some of the games now. I've been watching some of the games and they're, you know, for Japan for me, oh, I just loved watching them. Um, Brazil yesterday, you know, oh, trying to take too much out of the ball, very clever in the, oh, in yeah. the very clever, very calm, very aware in the, you know, who was behind her. But I mean, and that's showmanship. I'd love yeah. to see that a bit earlier. Yeah. And they obviously have it. And yesterday was the time to show it. But because um, they're not going to get that type of opportunity. But the Irish girls, going back to our Irish girls, you know, the, the, the American or the uh, Canadians haven't haven't drew, drawn in the last game. It's going to give such an individual immense lift to the girls because the door is open it might be a jar but at least it's open and the mm. opportunity is there but we've got to take it by you know scoring a goal yeah. we have to score a goal yeah. where's that going to come from uh, it's hard to know it depends on what she does it's really hard to know uh, could be Abby Larkin could be could be Amber Barrett off the bench it could be Amber off the bench it could be Katie McCabe yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah, yeah. You know, directly she, from a corner Yeah, we'll yeah, take all yeah. three of them sure we'll win 3-0 yeah. 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 yeah have you uh, been watching the other games or? bits and pieces to yeah. be honest yeah mm-hmm. I've been um, been away but yeah um, Brazilian goal sorry the, the fact, even the fact that England like England scraped past Haiti 1-0 yeah. and you're there's like definitely been a few odd results the, the, watching Brazil the other day like you were saying there was the that goal that they scored where they the goal opens up and like yeah. just banging in the net but yeah. she chooses to Rolls put it back, back the way yeah. and then yeah. like oh, but you see what she class. did when she mo- put, rolled the back she moved okay. so that you, the, the, the player the could just see everything uh, in front yeah, of her brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and even the, the Philippines beat New Zealand as well there's some shock results well you know what's what's good is that the lower ranked teams are actually outdoing themselves. Mm. You know, mm. they really are. And also for FIFA and and this uh, misconception that there's such a huge gap between the top tier and the lower tiers, it's actually closed quite quickly mm. over the over this yeah. beginning of these few rounds in the World Cup. You're marking the uh, first home game as well. We are, we are, we are. We played first home game in... Bluebell's pitch. Fifty years ago. Fifty years ago, and this is the team that's played. Played the famous Anne O'Brien. 
who's oh, there yeah. as well. You know. So the current and team on the right and the, the first team on and the, the left. And the first team on the left. And if you think of it, one of the girls, um, Mary Gavin, I think, was only 14. That's 14. 14, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So all these records, you think, that people have done, we haven't really, um, they haven't really delved enough into the history of women's football. And the only way it can be done now, really, is locally. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 14. Northern Ireland in Bluebell. No, Northern Ireland, Bluebell's pitch, very generous of them to give, it, to give us the pitch. I mean, you can imagine uh, it's, it wasn't actually like the pitches to play on now. So you had to adjust yourself mm. because the loves of turf <laughs> that you had to mm. get over. And then the goals and it was in a, a, a housing estate. It wasn't mm. on the new pitch they have now. Yeah, you know, yeah. But that's where everybody played, yeah. you know. So There's consistent ACL injuries in the Women's Super League today on the unbelievable carpeted pitches so I presume back then there were injuries galore well you know of the 32 players who played in the first four home games in 73 there are less than a handful um, who have any type of injury mostly it's just um, knee replacement not ACL so I'm not really sure but I do know it's uh, it's got to do with um, puberty and women having bigger hips mm. ratio mm. than men and how it leans on the, the quads and then down into the joints in the knee. Mm. Um, and that's really what the problem mm. is. But that, that can be addressed by doing particular type of exercises that differ from the guys. Yeah, you know? a, a so in our day, because we trained with guys, I'm assuming is that we, I'm a visual learner. So I would look at a guy, say, doing a jump, and la- the way he lands and I want to land the way he lands mm. which is obviously probably suited me because I never had any knee injuries or mm. anything like that Either, yeah. Yeah. a lot of us didn't yeah. you know when you yeah. think of the 32 squad and amazing yeah amazing but then we were doing an awful lot of cross sports as well this is you it know? yeah yeah, yeah different yeah. types of sports and uh, uh, for, you know you have to build up your um, glutes Mm. Yeah. So uh, we didn't know that at the time, but we did a lot of hill running in training. So that, would have been so ideal that for was doing yeah, it. So yeah. we we didn't know that we were doing, you know, yeah. job back and front yeah. forth. You, <laughs> you know were what I mean? Your time without oh, listen, yeah. we didn't. Yeah, yeah, we were just watching all the other. Well, mostly it was guys and the World Cup teams. Yeah. You know, and how they trained. I mean, I I, I remember telling somebody that I had. Um, Kevin Healy, who was with both, he just opened my eyes to football. We've all the him to thank for. Um, he said to us, you, you, really, you really don't know how to run. And I was shocked by that. Mm. So I joined Dublin City Harriers for six weeks. And um, he, was so, he was so right. Because I'd heard him one of the World Cups, I think it was either the late 70s or early 80s, I think, I think it was the early 80s, that the... Um, the athleticism in the German team, who were very successful in, in that era, um, was down to the fact that they were getting uh, coaching from athletic athletics. Trainers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, you can see it in some of the players how so they look athletic, the yeah. way they run, and then you can see it in other players where they look very heavy on the yeah. lower end. You know, it's, mm. it's, it's, it's. Uh, that's the type of stuff that I look at. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Uh, Linda, love the optimism uh, that you've brought to the studio this morning. I'm feeling a little bit better about the about the game now. Uh, enjoy the match, and thanks, Winnie, for having in wait. as always. OTB AM, the Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball.